Welcome to Tome of Tales. This episode is a session write-up run by Guido for the London RPG community on January 15th, 2020. The session was called Harmonious Order. In it, I played Cheryl the Fay Touched, a halfling bard from the Feywild. The small fae-like woman's hand falls to her celestial infernal harp as the rains and wind buffet her and her friends on the rocky island they stood on, hair drenched and whipping around her. The latent thrum of arcane magic buzzes beneath her touch, but for some reason, she doesn't find the usual comfort, and she has not been able to for the last month or so. There has been something discordant in Cheryl's music, but she cannot seem to figure out why. Her lips form a firm line as she looks to Marcus, Aggie, Bones, and Harmony, who are all equally wet and equally miserable. Except Harmony, who seems finally at home. Aggie is talking to the air and water Ganassi, asking if they can borrow one of their griffins to get them further into the storm. Cheryl's grip on her harp tightens as she feels a restless anticipation building in her, charged by the circumstances they are in and encouraged by the raging storm all around her. I will not be reliant upon my voice alone. The Ganassi and Aggie seem to come to an agreement and they fetch one of the griffin mounts. After months of searching, I may have finally found... My own blade of songs. Marcus pulls out Hoop, his talking plate companion, and asks if he can step inside whilst they fly through the storm. Cheryl thinks about the stall seller and Akka, who had magical flying carpets, and looks at the half-elf. He gives her a nod, and then steps inside the plate as Cheryl holds on to it before tucking it into her satchel on her side. I only hope that we can make it in time. Don't move. The brown-skinned, human-looking woman's voice came unexpectedly from right behind Marcas, her hand holding a particularly long and very pointy needle to his throat. Cheryl's eyes widened, mind whirling, trying to think quickly. Casually, she pulls out a copper coin, letting it run across the back of her fingers as she quickly murmurs a few words in Sylvan under her breath. Instantly, she detects the woman's thoughts, and the fae bard learns right away she is not alone. Stepping up beside Harmony is a dwarf woman, menacing scowl on her face as she looks over Cheryl and her friends standing in front of the doorway they were about to enter. We need to get information, not fight that pirate's crew. This thought is easily read from the mean-looking dwarf woman, but before Cheryl can speak, a third person reveals herself. Commanding aura, calculating and observant eyes in an ebony dark face, Cheryl turns her spell to this woman, noting how the other two's thoughts seemed to direct themselves to her, their leader. To her surprise, however, Cheryl is unable to read the woman's thoughts. She decides to try something else. 
bringing her harp up, the three newcomers tense, but all she does is run her fingers lightly across the celestial strings, casting a calming spell as she says, Why don't we talk to each other before we start a fight in the middle of the streets of Akka? I'm sure we can help each other out. The commanding woman gives Cheryl a searching look, seemingly unaffected by the magic she just cast, and she hopes the woman won't take offense. She sighs, looks at the other two, gives a short nod, and then looks back to Cheryl. My name is Julius Moninu, my companions Tsue and Margot, and I have come to speak to Belal, the Magnanimous. My name is Cheryl, and these are my companions, Marcas, Harmony, Bones, and Aggie. We too have come to speak to Belal. We were sent by his cousin, Kassam, to collect some goods which were bought and paid for. Joyus raises a doubtful eyebrow, so Cheryl brings out the papers Kassam gave them. The armored woman is the only one who seems to be at ease. Though Cheryl isn't foolish enough to believe she would not be able to react on a moment's notice to any threat. Luckily, none of her friends seem to be gung-ho and ready to start something, either. I am afraid these papers are all lies. Joyous says, handing the papers back to Cheryl dismissively. These so-called properly purchased goods are treasured items of our order, which have been stolen from us. Cheryl is stunned to silence. Marcus, Bones, Aggie, and Harmony look at her questioningly, but she returns their looks with an uncertain one of her own. Before she can say anything, Joyous brushes past her and goes through the door. Ah, you're finally here. What is the meaning of this? Ah, Get your hands off! Ah! Cheryl rushes in and sees Joyous has very quickly subdued the jinn Balal, restraining him. The bard looks at the human woman and sees a fading light from a harp made of silver leaves on her armor. Something about that symbol tickles a memory or a thought in Cheryl's mind, but she can't quite remember what. Let me go! Bilal shouts as he tries to rise up. Joyeuse pulls him back down roughly, and either by her intimidating presence or by the glares her other two companions make at him, he decides it's best to stay where he is. Margot steps forward, hand going to her hammer at her side. Our armory was broken into by you pirates. I am not a pirate. I am a free trader, Balal objects. Call yourself a dandy for all I care. You stole from us and we want our relics back. Margot all but growls. Where are they? I, well, you see, they are no longer in my possession. Excuse me? They were stolen from me. Taken by that bastard, Basim Savant. Bilal's eyes dart to Cheryl and Marcus, who are standing behind the three women, watching the scene unfold. Please, tell my cousin I did purchase the items in the proper way. Bastard! Margot goes to strike him with her fist, but Sue steps forward, 
resting a hand on her shoulder, and the dwarf seems to calm a bit. Where would Basim have taken our relics? Mistral Reach. Cheryl sees Joyus's eyes close warily for a moment. We cannot go to the border of the plain of air and water. Not when more than half of what was stolen from us is still somewhere in this city. We will have to resign ourselves to the loss. We could get it back for you. Joyus turns and looks at Cheryl, eyes narrowed. We can go to Mistral Reach and retrieve your relics. Joyus comes closer, giving Cheryl, Marcus, and the others a scrutinizing look. She asks, Why would you help us? Because we can, and it's the right thing to do, Marcus says simply. With a shrug, he adds, I like helping people. Though I was promised a dancing sword, it's clear it isn't mine to have. It belongs to you and your order, Cheryl adds. Meliel had such a weapon, and I have wanted one of my own ever since I heard about it. You fight with music, do you not? Joyus says, gesturing to Cheryl's harp. The small woman nods, but her brow draws into a line. I do, but having a blade that can keep time with me would be a great asset. Hmm. Is all the woman says. She turns back to her companions. We must go. Find the other stolen relics. She turns back to Cheryl and Marcus. If you do manage to find the treasures of the Harmonious Order, I will allow you to keep the sword you find. And one item each, she adds, looking to the others. As a token of our thanks. Cheryl beams up at the woman. You can count on us! The ambush was sudden and entirely expected. They needed to see where the floating island they were trying to fly to was, so Cheryl had provided the light they used to try to see through the riptide winds and rain. But the moment they landed, the air and water elemental sentries attacked. Turning herself invisible, Cheryl wove her way through the enemies, instinctively knowing that the Harmonious Order's stolen relics were inside, probably kept close to where Bazim himself was. She climbed saltwater slick stone stairs to the next floor, found a hidden ladder that took her farther up, and eventually emerged into a room lined with many doors. As she spotted the chest, a symbol of a harp made from leaves on it, one of the doors opened and out stepped a djinn, teal green skin, long white beard, and sinister eyes that were looking directly at her. There is no need to hide, little one. I can see you, he sneers at her. Cheryl raises an arched eyebrow. As she casts off her invisibility, she instead wraps herself in fey magics that make her features shift and change, and there's a soft summer glow about her that makes the blue-dark ambiance of the room fall back to the corners. I have come for that which you stole, 
beseems Savant. You will give them to me, Cheryl commands the djinn. He laughs at her, and she finally notices how injured he is. He carefully gestures at the chest. Take it. It's not worth the trouble of killing you to keep it. But know this. Do not let our paths cross again, for I will kill you when they do. Cheryl! The half-elf monk has caught up with her, and he starts to dash towards the djinn, readying to attack. Basim just smiles as he waves his hand, magic swirling around him. Before Marcus can reach him, it coalesces and he runs straight through it. The djinn no longer there. This is now yours, until such a time as we wish to have it back, Joyu says. In her hands is a beautiful, silvery rapier, the hilt a swirl of leaves that look like feathers that seem to form the shape of wings. The scabbard itself is wrapped leather with engraved musical notes and arcane symbols tastefully detailed down its length. Cheryl reverently takes the sword, eyes glittering in wonder. The moment her hand wraps around the grip, she feels a thrum that builds into a nearly audible vibration as she draws it from the scabbard. It's beautiful, she marvels. We must get the rest of the items back to our headquarters. We thank you for your help in recovering these relics. I am entrusting you with this. Her tone catches Cheryl's attention, and the bard tears her eyes away from the beautiful rapier for a moment to look into the dark brown eyes of the other woman. Use it wisely. Actually, there was something we wanted to ask you. Cheryl starts. A grin spreads across her face as on cue Marcus steps up beside her. What is the Harmonious Order? This has been a write-up of the session, Harmonious Order, run by Guido, set in the Cantus Expanse, a long-running 5th edition D&D campaign, run by the London RPG community. Are you interested in playing games with us? Would you want to find a place to run some games? Check out the meetup events and join us on Discord. All the links are in the description. Thank you for listening. Tune in again for the next chapter in Cheryl's story.